0: hello everyone I hope that you are having a great Thursday you are taking the time to go outside and get some of this pretty sunshine and just being able to sit in the transition of the seasons for even the seasons (laughs) the changes of the degree of weather The changes from cold to warm to hot only can take place by God. On today, we're going to talk about having the right attitude. The title of this is, With the Right Attitude. It's important that we have the right attitude. The right attitude of where we stand in life. Of the positions that we serve in, we have the right attitude because, see, what happens is we, if we're not serving with the right attitude, our motives will be wrong and we will not become a help, but we can become a hinder to someone who is weak. Um, having the right attitude, we often talk about searching for souls we talk about winning souls for christ we talk about witnessing fishing for men this is what we are talking about to bring them back into the kingdom we talk about growing the kingdom we talk about working in the kingdom we talk about doing kingdom work in the midst of facing What we face every day. But if we're going out witnessing this. And we're talking about a good God. We're talking about an awesome God. We're talking about a promise keeper. We're talking about a God who heals us. A God who keeps us. A God who will never harm us. His plan is for us to prosper. This is who we're talking about. And in John chapter 16, verse 33, it tells us that we're going to have life trials and tribulation. And that God has overcame the world. We got to be of good cheer. But the real question is, what is your attitude about your trial? What is your attitude? So we can witness all day, but if we do not stand in the place with the right attitude, regardless of what we're facing, Romans chapter 8 and verse 18 tells us for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us if I'm not standing with the right attitude for my trials but now i'm going out doing something opposite when i witness to others how effective is my witnessing because i never know when that person i witness to may be watching me to try to figure this thing out that is something i will never know so almost two weeks ago um and even wednesday my apostle mentioned mountains and about two weeks ago i was sitting in bible study and as she started talking about it the thing that god began to speak to me and he showed me he shows me visions so the thing that i seen a vision of was a big old mountain but a person standing right there looking at the mountain and as she told Because I'm a writer, I do come and I write things down for devotions. But as she began to talk about it, he said, can you see me over the mountain? Yes, you see your problem right there, but can you overlook your problem to focus on me? What if that mountain is there to see where your focus is at. To see if you're talking to a God about moving the mountain, but your focus is not on God. How can we talk to God about moving something, but not be focused on something? Think about those things that we don't have a care for, but we have to do. Students do it all the time in the classroom. I come to class. I hear you. But because this is not my subject. This is not the subject that I like. I'm not focused on you. I'm not focused on this topic. But what I'm focused on is the fact that I don't like it. So I am hearing you. And I know that I have to do the work. But I'm just giving you the very little students do it all the time. Another examples another example with adults could simply be: "You not want me to talk on the phone, or you at work been given a task? You're doing the task, but you're doing it without the focus. You're doing what is required to keep your job, but your focus is not one hundred percent on what is given to you to do so there are times we could just be standing right here in the midst of a trial and as the word mark chapter 11 verse 23 tells us for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be cat be thou cast down into the sea And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. How many times have we said to the mountain, move mountain. God, remove this mountain. How many times have we prayed? God, your word said this. And I believe that you can remove this mountain. But our focus wasn't 100% on God. We're speaking to the mountain to move, but we got to have our focus in the right place with the right attitude. Another way our focus is not 100% of of God because we're complaining about the place that God has us in. That's going to make us grow. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12, it says, "Not that I speak in respect of wants, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to be abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both" to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Regardless of what situation you are facing, we have to have the right attitude. We should be facing this mountain and knowing that we can take it down just as Goliath was defeated. We should be facing it but with our focus on God, 100%, we should be facing it, not complaining about the mountain, but thanking God that you could have been the vessel that he used in the situation because you don't know who's watching. You don't know who is going to bring to Christ so that they may say, what must I do to be saved? Think about Paul and Silas in the book of Acts when they went to jail they were stolen in prison and they began to sing praises pray worship and the doors came open can you think of the effect of you having the right attitude and if you have the right attitude you'll have the right focus even when that mountain is there even when that mountain seems to stay there You still know because you're you're focused on God 100%. You'll still know and you'll still say, Oh God, I know that you're going to bring me through this. It's all in your timing, God. It's in your will. Have your way, dear God. That's the right attitude to have. Listen. One of God's greatest moves." For us was when he took the lashes from the human the ribs that was made to tear out the human flesh when he took it and he still went to the cross he did not change what he was he did not change Go back on his word. He went all the way. They stretched him wide and they nailed him to the cross. He never said a mumbling word. He did it with the right attitude because he loved us. When we love God, truly love God, we'll do it with the right attitude. We'll stay in the place that he has us in, whether he meant for us to be there for 90 days or 9 minutes. Without complaining. And that's even in our thoughts, because we can complain in our mind and not always say it with our mouth. We will do it with the right attitude. And when we do it with the right attitude, we can have the right focus. We can see the problem there. We can know the problem is there. But my focus, because I'm able to overlook the mountain, I'm able to overlook the problem. My focus is 100% on God. On today, check your attitude because it will determine your focus, It will determine your motive. And it will show you if you are off. Check your attitude. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I honor you today. I worship you. There is none like you. God, you are omnipotent. You are the only wise, holy God. And I thank you for being my keeper. God, I thank you for every trial that you have allowed me to be used as your vessel in. Because God, you gave me life. And you keep putting your breath in me daily for me to walk out your will for my life. So God, I must say thank you. Because it's a blessing, it's a privilege, and an honor. To be able to serve you on such capacities, capacities. God, teach us to have the right attitude. I thank you for your correction when our attitudes are wrong. God, have your way. And whatever you do, God, teach us so that we will not be left behind. But teach us your way. Even when we're facing this unwanted trial, teach us your way, even when it seems like we don't like the place that you're putting us in. God teach us that it is for our best. Keep thank you for the reminder every day that you know the best things in the best way for us. and I thank you, Father God. For loving me in such a manner that you will go all the way to the cross for me and never say a mumbling word. And I owe it all to you and I thank you. So teach me, correct me each time so that you will get the glory. Amen.